Hi, I'm Chloe and welcome to the podcast Turn the Page where we delve into the guest love of reading and turn the page just to discover where it all began. Today I'm joined by Laura Davis. Hi, how are you? Hello, hi babe, I'm good, thank you, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Let's start with, how, who introduced you to reading? Like, how did you get into reading? So, I think I've definitely got to give this one to my mum. She, I'm sure like a lot of mums and babies always, I can just remember her always reading to me from the tiniest age and, you know, then helped me sort of pick my books a little bit older as well. And it was just always, I can always remember her reading to me and, and she just definitely flourished my love of books, definitely. And even now we, um, we still like sort of go between one another and what we're both reading and yeah we've we've um, definitely kept it up so yeah I've definitely got to give that one to her oh that's lovely can you (laughs) remember the first book that you read that she like she introduced you to or was it one that you sort of picked up yourself I think she definitely had read it and sort of recommended it to me um it's got to be Matilda Roald Dahl and it just I just remember it I was talking to her about it the other day actually and I think we'd been to visit my nan for the evening or something like that and I'd had my book with me, Matilda with me and I left it there by mistake and we were on the drive home and I was like I've left my book we need to go back for the book (laughs) but yeah I think it's just oh it's just gorgeous isn't it and the film's lovely as well but yeah I think that's definitely the, the the main one I can remember her sort of getting me into when I was sort of old enough to read sort of you know properly but you know yeah. sort of independently and sort of have my own love for it really I feel like most children sort of I suppose most children for us it would have been like Roald Dahl yeah I feel like yeah, now they've got, now, now everyone's got David Walliams now his books <laughs> yes yeah yeah definitely yeah it's just a generational thing isn't it but yeah it was definitely sort of Roald Dahl when I was I can't even think sort of nine ten perhaps maybe a little, yeah. little bit younger than that but yeah yeah no lovely can you remember what your favorite childhood book was and why so when I was sort of quite young um the Mog books and I've been trying to find the author and I can't actually find it but it was this big grey cat who just caused carnage and I can just remember every time a new one was out we'd go to like Waterstones or Smith's or and we'd just go and buy it and it'd just be such an exciting again with my mum so it was just (laughs) always with her with the books but yeah that was brilliant and another one was um Mr Majika that used to be I just used to love that so much I think it was he was like a teacher and just it was just beautiful as well like really lovely written and just beautiful like imagery and things and it's just obviously lovely for for a children's book but yeah I think Mog was a Mog was a a firm favourite definitely. I forgot about the Mog books as soon as you said the Mog books I was like it's a great big grey cat. Yeah exactly big fat grey cat and uh yeah I can remember I think my favourite one was Mog's bad thing and I think he accidentally like peed on the bed or something and it was just the whole thing of this poor cat being like distraught like, oh my gosh but oh they were so cute really really gorgeous yeah uh, is there any book from school that stands out like any age of school like is there a book that really stands out and is like why does it stand out so my standout whether it's whether we're counting it or not I suppose it's officially a play, but we'll uh, we'll take it. It's um, an Inspector Calls. 
So we actually did it in drama and I did um, GCSE drama and I just, I can just remember us all like reading it together as a class, going through it and just the ending was just such like, obviously I'd read, you know, things and seen films and stuff with the plot twist, but it was just, I think it's because it was like school and you weren't really expecting anything, you know, too, too mind blowing as such, you know, it's just in drama, but um, yeah, the ending and we were all just like, oh my God, we all just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. But um, I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was um, definitely up there. That's really cool as well. The fact that it's like through drama class that you got into it. Yeah, I mean, obviously we did, obviously we did (laughs) read it in in English, but I think that was definitely, you know, a sort of favourite in that. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely just really like, it's all stuck with us and then we did all the piece about it. But yeah, no, it was brilliant. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. It's good that you met, because most people it's through English that you read and Mm. like, the drama pieces we did weren't we didn't get to do anything that exciting <laughs> all of us all of us was really nowhere near anything like that <laughs> so to be able to, for it not to be the generic well this is what I read in English is really cool oh, yeah no it's um it's just interesting I think it's just nice to have something a little bit different for us all yeah yeah was there any book at school that you read and you just hated it and why did you hate it now we are going to English so <laughs> It was, uh, I can remember our class, um, we did Mice and Men of Mice and Men, and the other class did Lord of the Flies, and I was more drawn <laughs> to Lord of the Flies. I've since read it, and yeah, I think it may have been a bit more interesting to have that one, but Mice and Men, it was, um, yeah. I mean, horrendously problematic now, but maybe in 2028, 2008, it, it, you know wasn't classed as much but oh it was just yeah I I enjoyed sort of doing the exam on it as such to like delve deeper into it but as a story if I just read it sort of now (laughs) I don't know what I'd give it on Goodreads (laughs) probably nothing nothing too um too outstanding really it just it just wasn't really for me but I'm sure you know other people enjoyed it and yeah it was interesting to sort of go into the themes and things like that but in, in terms of just sort of reading it as a, as a story, it was, yeah, not not quite for me, unfortunately. Well, that's amazing because my most hated book from school is Of Mice and Men. Oh my God! I hate it so much. <laughs> I, Why did you not like it? Just, just We had a whole year. Yeah. We basically just kept reading it. And yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't so. yeah and it wasn't until two weeks before the exam that they suddenly went oh we probably should actually go through like everything with you but by this point oh every time we were reading it and it got to a point where I just sat there going like <gasps> yeah you, like, you did get us to read the same chapters over and over yes. and you're like okay they're they're obviously getting us ready for the exam but oh my god this is just horrendous yeah, <laughs> you and, can only read the yeah. same thing so many times <laughs> It's amazing as well because um, my previous guest, Danny, said the same. Oh my gosh! Really? Hopefully, you can make it a hat trick <laughs> next it, one as well. It's obviously a generational thing, and if the kids right now are going back to school next week and are going to have to read it, I feel so sorry yeah. for them. Yeah. Yes. Oh gosh, it's um, 
yeah just not 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 for us then obviously no no <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me I'm glad it's not just no, me I think there's a whole range of people who've got an innate hatred for most of them purely because of school <laughs> are there any books that you think should be on the school curriculum that aren't and why so I've I've got two really and they're two for different reasons um one I thought, I mean, go from one horrific book to another, but for different reasons. Um, Boy in the Striped Pajamas, I thought perhaps, were, but then I possibly more of a history lesson for obvious reasons. But I just think it's um, it does really go through, obviously, well, obviously horrific events and obviously with just a little bit of something else in there as well for um, for sort of getting the attention of sort of school age pupils as well um, and just so many themes in there that are sort of similar to the books that are on the curriculum now but maybe just a little bit obviously written in a more modern time so yeah. I think maybe it would sort of entice people in a little bit more so I thought perhaps that one and then different um this is going to hurt by Adam Kay. So I just thought, you know, it's um, it, it just give well, it just gives such an insight into you know the, the NHS and everything like that. And obviously, it's not uh, not a novel, but I think it's just really insightful and might just. Yeah. I mean, I know when I read it, I was like, wow. I mean, I you know, I, I haven't got anyone sort of in that um, in that field, but. So uh, perhaps I don't, I know less than, you know, others who obviously do, but I just, I couldn't believe some of the, the things he, you know, was saying. And obviously it's, it's so funny as well as being so heartfelt and, you know, I was absolutely distraught at some points, but I thought that would, um, that would be a nice one to, to maybe give a, a bit of insight into that side of things yeah. as well for school children as well. Yeah. Yeah, because the boy in the striped pajamas, I read, must have been 14, 15. I can't exactly remember. Yeah, I think I was about that as well. I was so distraught reading it. Absolutely. It was terrific, wasn't it? But, yeah. Oh, oh. And I, I do think, like, because oh, I've I never thought about having it on the school curriculum, but that book would probably be the one that really would, it's horrific, but you almost need to read it to yeah. try and learn from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, you know, if it was to obviously you do your, your, your book in the lesson and then it goes on for an exam, I think the questions you could get in the exam would be quite interesting and you could yeah. sort of dive into it a lot but obviously as, as we both said it's beyond horrific but yeah it's, um it, it would hopefully get people sort of thinking a little bit as well so be more interesting than Lenny and his rabbits yeah <laughs> <laughs> and Curly and his dog yeah. <laughs> so speaking about the books as a teenager was there like a favorite book or series as a teenager that you just couldn't put down and like why was it your favorite like book or series oh there was so it was Twilight it's just I mean even now it's one of my favourites and I know it that's got its problems as well and people you sort of pick apart the actual writing and oh but all I think of is when it sort of came out and I can remember all at school we were just all talking about it and then it was just 
the excitement. I'm sure like people had that with the Harry Potters, but I, I didn't really, whether I wasn't quite that age or it just didn't sort of appeal to me very much for whatever reason. But Twilight, it just had the such excitement when each one was coming out as well. And yeah. the, to sort of just have the build up and obviously rereading it so many times in anticipation for the next one. And I can remember me and my friends, we used to walk to school together. And I think it was when the last, the last one had just come out, Breaking Dawn. And um, I think my friend was due to get it for Christmas and she'd found it in like behind like, I think it must have been like the washing basket or something in the bathroom. So she would just lock herself in and pretend she was in the shower or something and was just reading bits of, as much as she could and because she just couldn't wait to, to, get, to get given it for Christmas. And uh, I can remember I was the same. I must have, I think it may have been, may have been the second one. And I'd, you know, got through the, the first so quickly and my mum thought that you know it'd take me a little bit longer than it did and I can just remember sitting there being like oh gosh I need the second one now and she's like she's like I've got it you already but I just didn't think you'd get through it that quickly but it was just brilliant and then you know the films I mean that yeah but I just love them as well I think it's just the whole thing just makes me feel like all cozy and it's just really like my comfort book and film really but yeah as awful as they are in a way that the films but it's yeah it just it really is my comfort book yeah no I love it yeah because I read Twilight as well and I can't I think I must have been again about 14 to 16 was when I read the Twilight series yeah and I can remember like all of my friends were really excited for the film. I was really excited for it. And I can remember yeah. watching the film and being like, oh, like probably my first like real like realizing that the book is better than the film. Yeah. And I could yeah. just sit in there and go, I don't, I just couldn't. The film was made, it seemed too, especially the like, especially the first book. I felt like it really made them like a just didn't make them in the book, they kind of felt like vampires mm, yeah because no, in the film they just felt like they were just like sharp teeth and oh look I glitter mm, sparkly yeah sparkly, yeah, kind of. yeah no the books were definitely I mean I wouldn't say they were you know they were teenage books so they weren't dark but the compared to the films yeah they were uh, yeah <laughs> they were quite dark but no it's um it just makes me sort of happy when I think about back when we were at school and just all so excited for the same yeah. thing <laughs> yeah no it was lovely what would you say is your favorite memory of reading my favorite memory of reading it's got to be Christmas Eve I can't remember and it makes me sad to think about I can't remember when we actually stopped doing this but my mum would always read, like we're talking sort of five to, you know, possibly 10, 11. I'd like to have thought older, but, you know, things just sort of change, don't they? But there's this book and it was called Is That You, Father Christmas? And it was just this little Christmassy book. And it was just a story, obviously, about this girl waiting for Father Christmas. And every Christmas Eve, I can just remember getting into bed fresh Christmas PJs and my mum would come in and we'd have a cuddle and read that together and it's just it's really stayed with me it's just the the nicest sweetest memory and you know a 
it's just really stayed with me but I think that's um definitely one of my favorites oh, from so that's, that's, yeah that's a lovely memory to have I love the Christmas pajamas as well oh definitely <laughs> it's the main bit of Christmas isn't it that yeah. and <laughs> Christmas Eve you get those new pajamas as a kid oh, I did as a kid anyway we always got like, new pajamas on Christmas Eve and it was Christmas pajamas and we'd sit oh, down definitely and we'd be sat there watching it. We'd choose a Christmas film. Definitely. And then, yeah, at some, at some point, you get you turn into a really teenager and you decide that you're too good for your parents. <laughs> so did you ever, like, have you ever used your library? Like, what's your local library like? Yeah, my I can actually see my library from my flat, which is lovely because it's a gorgeous building. It's, it's really, really brilliant I used to go sort of as a teenager but not not as much as I do now and I can always remember sort of saying that you know none of the books were quite up to date and if I did want sort of a a more um, recent read then I think I joked that I'd be waiting years for it to to sort of be available and obviously you know there's only so much (laughs) that that they can do with sort of funding and things like that but honestly the, the last couple of years I've been going, I mean, at least every week to either take books back and then I request them online if I sort of, Goodreads is just dangerous, isn't it? And I suddenly see one that I like the look of and you can sort of online, you can search the catalogue on there. So then I request that and it's just a vicious cycle. I request one, then I go in there and pick another, obviously see one, just rogue out the corner of my eye end up grabbing that one as well I mean before Christmas you're allowed 10 out at one time on on a card so I had 10 out and I had to take five out on my mum's as well (laughs) I was just like I've got so many at home but then I've got these to to pick up as well and I just saw all these lovely ones as well so yeah it's um it really has completely stepped his game up the last couple of years or so um especially it's um it's really lovely and the, the staff are lovely as well so yeah definitely uh dangerous though for, for my reason yeah. <laughs> I, I i know that feeling <laughs> yeah we are really um we've got in our city five six libraries i'm probably completely wrong oh, the point. Wow. there's probably loads more because it's quite a big populated city yeah not quite london i mean the, my mum got us a library card when we were teenagers and um, yeah. when i finally decided that I probably should stop rereading Harry Potter and try something <laughs> else um and yeah we probably I probably I went through a phase where I could finally buy books so I sort of stopped mm. going to the library yeah I've recently started going to the library again and it's so I've got a good 80 books at home to get through yeah and still it's, yeah I it doesn't can't. stop you no. yeah no I've got a pile that my boyfriend and my mum bought me for Christmas and I think I've read one from that pile and then my boyfriend's mum's sent me over two books and I'm like I can't I don't know which pile to go through first because the library's got an actual sort of date on it but then obviously I want to give her books back quickly and then I've got my ones that I actually asked for for Christmas yeah (laughs) so yeah it definitely um, doesn't help but can't help it (laughs) as soon as I see a book I'm like I've got I've got to have it yeah Oh, exactly, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. A good library is absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, it's, it's a gorgeous um, building as well, so that's always an added bonus. Yeah, I'm trying to think if we've... Ours are kind of just your average building. As long as there's books in <laughs> as there. As long as there's books in there, yeah. Need. I'll always see these, like, libraries, like, 
in America and in the rest of Europe and I'm like oh why do ours look so where's our extravagant like castle turned oh, into gosh. a library it does look like a castle actually yeah. now you say I'll send you a picture oh, you literally next week you'll turn around and go wait what are you doing here but let's get a little bit controversial so we'll start we'll start being nice we'll go with what's your favorite book to movie adaptation so my favorite I has a long think about this <laughs> I think it has got to be Gone Girl ah yes yeah so I just think the book is obviously well I loved it I loved it when it came out and then obviously the film I just think even if it wasn't a book it would be a brilliant standalone yeah. film and I don't think there's many book to films that I think that about it's you just always oh, well, that wasn't that in the book, and oh, well, they should yeah. have done that, Well, and that wasn't, why have they changed that? And obviously there's, you know, different bits and pieces here and there that are different in the film than they were in the book, but I just think in that it it's okay, like it, it works fine yeah. as they have done it, Um, and I just I just think it, that was brilliant, it was just fantastic. I uh, watched it again recently the other week, and it's just, oh, I love it. I mean, <laughs> it's obviously a bit bit crazy but it's um I think it's another comfort film yeah. <laughs> which maybe it shouldn't be but um yeah I think I think it's a brilliant standalone film yeah it doesn't sort of need the the book to sort of prop it up but I think it's um I think they do well nicely it definitely works as well. yeah yeah and now what's your worst <laughs> bit to movie adaptation let's well I I like the film I like the film, but it's, see what we said with Gone Girl, it, you, you don't need to compare it, but this one, Girl on the Train, all the girls, girls, all the girls, it's, I found myself just sat there the whole way through at the cinema being like, why are they in America? But why is she still British? But why aren't they on the train? They were supposed to be in London. And I think the ending, was, well, the ending was slightly different, and it's it's just one of those ones that you sort of pick up all the differences, and you're like, well, no, the book was better. Yeah, <laughs> the book it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, as you know, if you try and forget the book, and you know, it's a, it's a it's a, an okay film. It's you know, I enjoyed it. I like Emily Blunt and bits and pieces but yeah compared to the book I just think why did you change that like sometimes yeah. if, you know things get changed and you can sort of see why you, you obviously you're like oh, okay but I just it didn't why make were they any in America? <laughs> why did they have to be in America yeah I so, yeah. always remember that was the big criticism everyone was just like why it's just so confusing and unnecessary and then obviously they still had her being British which you know is is great but what yeah. <laughs> it was a bit a bit baffling <laughs> but yeah I did I enjoy the film but just yeah they, they could have kept things the same as in the book and I think it would have been that much better yeah what's a film though that was better than the book so I it's American Psycho so Brett Easton Ellis wrote the book and have you read it as well I've not read it I've seen the film have you <laughs> but I've not I've not read it 
I feel like the film's scared me enough. I was just about to say, I bet you're sitting there thinking, how can I get this girl off this <laughs> Zoom call? I don't want her on my podcast. So I just, <laughs> the book, yeah, it's, it's um, disturbing to say the least. Before I read it, I saw sort of, um, obviously I was looking on sort of Goodreads and all the other sort of um, websites as well. And I'd seen sort of other people saying that they had to put it down. They genuinely couldn't carry on reading um, and they had to have a break. And I was thinking, okay, like, we'll, we'll be fine. It'll be okay. And it's, um, I think it's just, it's disturbing, it is. Yep. So I think it it tries to get across some comedy in there. But I I mean, it, other people obviously will think differently, but I struggled to pick that up in the book. And it was just a book of complete horror, which obviously, you know, is some people's cup of tea. Um, but it, it was just so disturbing. But with the film, I just think, I think I... I found some bits funny that weren't necessarily supposed to be funny and I really love Christian Bale and I can remember I think the only reason I saw it initially is I was going to see 30 Seconds to Mars Jared Leto's band and my uncle was like oh he's in this film I was like oh my gosh yeah and I was like what are you showing me he's not having the best time in this film um but yeah I just think it's just got that little bit more comedy that it was just difficult to get across in the book so yeah I think that's um that's that's my sort of Um, have you got a favorite genre and has it changed over time I think I suppose like many people I do I love sort of crime and and thriller which is obviously what made me pick up American Psycho um yeah crime and thriller sort of is my sort of main genre but then I think I need a palate cleanser as well so I'll read sort of a crime I've I've just finished reading a, a crime book so I'm now on to onto my palate cleanser and I think it's just more of a sort of not necessarily romantic but sort of um, the the flat share I think is like a nice palate cleanser you know I, that obviously is romantic but you know not it doesn't have to literally be you know a, a romance story but I think just something like that with a little bit of like edge to it yeah it's just oh it's just lovely so I you know I can read you know some quite not not particularly heartwarming yeah I think right I definitely need a palate cleanser and then I'll be ready to go back to (laughs) just a bit darker so yeah I don't think it's sort of changed sort of over the years but it definitely just depends on sort of where I am in my reading as to what I fancy yeah so definitely between those sort of two yeah and do you have an author who's an instant buy so I've just said about how crime and (laughs) it's my sort of favorite but my my go-to author who yeah is is instant I, I don't even have to sort of read what it's about I'm just definitely buying it is um Jane Fallon so I just love the what she's brilliant palette cleanser brilliant palette cleanser it's um I just love every single book of hers that I've read 
and she's got a new one coming out. I think it's I think it's actually March. Or so I, I cannot wait for that. <laughs> I can't wait for, for that one. But her previous one, worst idea ever. Oh, it's just oh, it's just absolutely brilliant. And it's just she's so funny, so funny, but without it sort of literally trying to be a comedy yeah. book which I'm not if I think if you've got to say it's a comedy book it's not yeah, so it I doesn't... just I just absolutely I, I love it it's um I think she's just brilliant it's it's so sort of British humour very yeah. um sort of sharp really really sharp humour I think it's yeah. um yeah it's just brilliant so anything with her and I've, I've made my way through all of her previous ones from the library and then yeah now she's bringing out she seems to bring them out um so often so I'm like oh it's, I'm so glad because otherwise I'd you know have to wait too long but yeah I'm, I'm excited for a new one as well so yeah she's my uh, my definite buy <laughs> no matter yeah. what it is yeah because Richard Osman who's just started writing the Thursday Murder Club series I find his yeah. His are so funny. It's so witty. His yeah. books. Yeah. I feel like it's no, not. Without... Yeah. Without yeah. trying to be. It's just exactly, such good yeah. British humour. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. I'd love to speak to any Americans that have read it to see how they've. Yeah. Because I love that it's got so many, like, just well British things in as such yeah. like I think I loved it when I think they were at the train station and she's on about there was an Oliver bonus and it just made yeah. me laugh so much because I think all of us are like oh there's an Oliver bonus <laughs> but yeah like you say I think anyone else would be like what what are they talking about and yeah all the sort of sharp um one-liners and things like that I'm, yeah. I'm sure yeah it'd be like what is actually going on here but yeah no they're they're, they're pretty much like hers as well really yeah it's yeah good, um, they're, they're not too far from each other really yeah have you got like a favorite book series now so it I was trying so hard to think of a different one but it's it's still twilight <laughs> it really is because I was just as excited when sort of the the point of view from Edward came out. I think it uh, was probably what's called um, twenty twenty Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. Because I can remember when sort of a couple of the chapters were leaked, sort of when we were still at school, and it was like we'd be like reading it on the computers like that, and it'd like jar and it'd all like. Uh, breaking and skipping and we couldn't um read it all but we were just so desperate to sort of see what what she'd written from his side so I think it was September 2020-ish it came out but I can remember I was just as excited then as I was in school to, to go and get the the new one I went and collected it from Waterstones and I was like oh my god it was like it was thick like, oh my god I was so so excited so I think it just shows that my love for it is yeah. still very very much there as soon as the new one was out I was like oh my gosh I, I cannot wait to read it and I I loved it just as much as I did all those years ago so yeah I think we're um I'm still definitely with <laughs> definitely with Twilight yeah I think I think I need to reread it because I only read it through once and I think I've got like the film stuck in my head yeah yeah and the films just weren't the same and 
it's I, I don't know it's been like a resurgence recently like on tiktok they keep yes. showing that clip where <laughs> jacob calls the kid Missy, oh. and she's like oh. named my daughter after the Loch Ness monster and i just can't ever and it just reminds me of that and then i cringe <laughs> yeah 90 percent of it is absolute cringe isn't it it's yeah just, yeah they've um i'm not sure what they've done for the uh for the for the author there first of it well i think she helped on most of it so that's on her as well that's, um, that's on her she, <laughs> la- she probably was there like yeah that's absolutely hilarious yeah, put that in brilliant yeah <laughs> brilliant banter carry on <laughs> but yeah definitely still with that is a book you would recommend like any age and why would that be the book you'd recommend so if i'm allowed i've picked two um with my with my two genres because i just i couldn't pick you know one and not the other um sort of a thriller it's um it's quite recent it was last year um rock paper scissors by alice feeney Oh, I've read it everywhere. Have you read it yet? No, I haven't read it. No, I keep seeing it everywhere, and then it just completely slips from my mind every time. Yeah, it really is brilliant. Because I'd read, um, I think another two of hers, and they were brilliant. And I hadn't. It was one of those where, again, I think I'd sort of seen it everywhere, and I'd, I obviously knew that I'd read um, previous ones by her. So I went into it not really knowing much at all, and I think that really helped because I didn't have any sort of um, preconceived um, ideas about it or anything, and I just loved it. I It was brilliant. It was a five star straight away. Didn't even have to sort of think. I was like, like sometimes I'm like, oh, it was brilliant. But, but the, I just absolutely loved it. And when I was reading it, my, my boyfriend just thought it was hilarious. Cause I was just sat there and every five minutes I'd be like, oh. <gasps> no and he's like what are you what's going on I'm like no I can't talk I've got to got to read it was just I absolutely loved it and um the the ending was just I I thought it was spot on as well like so many books I read you know 90% is brilliant and I'm like last 100 pages why did you do that but I just absolutely loved it it was just brilliant and sort of my favorite sort of more chill uh palette cleanser it's um but but saying that it does deal with a lot of quite well dark and sort of upsetting themes it's um it's called miss you and it's by kate m emberlin emberlin and i love it because it's sort of one chapter is from tess and then the the second chapter is from gus and I just love how the story's been told from sort of each perspective and then sort of, you know, comes comes together um, at different points. And I just absolutely loved it. it. Just it really was one of them that I sort of I know I love a book if I'm either sort of like at work or just completely doing something else, not not reading at all. And it just comes into my head and I just think oh, I can't wait to get home and just like read a little bit more yeah. and it just um it really stuck with me and I know I gave that a five as well I just absolutely loved it it was just um really really beautiful really loved it so yeah they're definitely my two main recommendations <laughs> oh, I've not see I've not read 
I don't even I haven't even heard of the second one so that's now just gonna be like written down and just added to the ever-growing oh, file. ever-growing <laughs> 81 books to read now yeah <laughs> Is there like a book or series that you just always reread? You just can't help but go back to it. I know I I reread. It's the the author. It's J, it's J P Delaney. And the book I've I reread it recently. It's um playing nice and sort of it's one of those that I thought as soon as I finish it the first time oh I, I am gonna have to I'd love to reread it sort of obviously knowing the ending and there's just so many bits that obviously you pick up on knowing the ending and yeah. obviously I'm glad I didn't know what was coming the first time but the second time it was quite nice to, to sort of pick up and like look for the clues that obviously they did sort of left and hinting at um so I've reread that and I think I'd quite happily reread it for a third time it's um it's it is a thriller but it's you know not too you know it's not American Psycho and yeah. <laughs> it's quite quite calm so yeah that's um that's a, a, a lovely one that I that sort of uh, reread again to to pick up on any clues and that was quite quite an enjoyable second read definitely uh, it's, it's one of those things where you're just sat there you're like oh that makes so much sense now and oh yeah. how did I not <laughs> literally how did I miss that I'm like was I even awake when I was reading this like what was I doing but yeah no it's brilliant really enjoyed it and what would you say you were like perfect setup for reading is it like the beach or the cocktail um like yeah. on the sofa with a cup of tea exactly so on my sofa I've got so many fairy lights and candles about and so I just love sitting on the sofa and then either like you know like on Netflix and it's got it's so daft it's got the fireplace yes <laughs> it's so daft but I love that because I don't really like listening to music with lyrics when I'm reading because yeah. I think I do just get distracted especially if I you know like it and obviously I'm gonna put that on because I like it but I don't particularly like silence if I can help it so that is brilliant the the, the Netflix fire yeah <laughs> I think that's just really um just cozy and um sort of on on YouTube and there's, I mean there's so many on there now and I think they're, they're just gorgeous as well like the actual visuals it's like I think a really nice one's like a, a coffee shop and it's yeah. just got all like the little noises so I think that's just so like calming and it's nice to not be in complete silence but um nothing that's gonna sort of yeah distract me I think yeah that's just uh, that's really gorgeous yeah I love those I do love the Netflix fireplace oh it's I've, just I've an done, absolute I've done the same <laughs> I'm so glad it's not just me. <laughs> I have done the same. So I like a candle, a cup of tea, or Bailey's hot chocolate. Of my like cushion, my mum, my mum got me a personalised um cushion that has like me as like an oh. avatar, like reading Harry Potter oh and the Philosopher's gosh. Stone. Oh. That is so cute. Yeah, so I sit, I sit with that like on my like like supporting my back, and then I have like the yeah. fireplace on on Netflix. <laughs> like all the like the read with me is that on YouTube now. Yeah, I haven't really watched um watched many, but so is it is it literally sort of a video of yes, yeah, um, so that a lot of reading. Yeah, so you get like so people choose all different like sounds, like it's so, like rain or like yeah. fireplace sounds yeah. or coffee shop sounds. Yeah. And 
yes yeah, like if I was just sat there like reading and I had like the camera angled to sort of hit the side as I'm like and oh, you can, like, the page no. turning and it almost does feel like oh no that's cute oh I'll have to try that next time yeah it's... <laughs> I'll give the uh, give the fire a, a miss for once so I'll have a, a look at those yeah no that sounds so cute but yeah lastly um what's your current read so I am halfway through it's um another JP Delaney. It's um the girl before. So there was actually a BBC sort of dramatization of it. Uh, I think just before Christmas. Um and I I purposely didn't read, uh, didn't watch it because I hadn't read the book yet. So I'm I'm halfway through that and I can't wait to see how they sort of bring it all to yeah. life and everything because it, it's sort of based mainly around sort of living in this particular house and the way it's sort of um, described like I can't wait to see obviously you think in your head you've got it perfect so yeah I can't wait to see how they sort of bring it to life I think I'm gonna be like that's not no that's not how I thought it was but it's um I'm really enjoying it I, yeah as I say I think I'm about halfway through but it's um it's another one where the chapters are each from different perspectives, different characters' perspectives. And I just think that really, that is like a real patient for me. Yeah. I just love that it's, you know, can be the same story as such, but obviously it's just so, so different to, you know, each chapter. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really enjoying that. So we're on for another five star. So I'm um, hoping, <laughs> hoping nothing goes wrong. And <laughs> we all but love yeah, a five star um, read. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I hope, I do hope it turns out to continue to be that five-star movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been lovely to have you on the podcast thank you so much for joining me um, thank you so much for having me if anyone wants to find um laura on instagram it's laura alice davis and yeah thank you so much bye thank you very much babe bye thank you so much for listening to the podcast if you wish to follow us on instagram it's at turn.thepagepodcast. I hope you've all enjoyed us talking about Twilight of Mice and Men and I hope we've added books to your to be read shelf. Please tune in next Monday at 7am for another episode. Thank you!